It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Concierge for Better Living with your host, Doc Rob. Hello and good day. This is Doc Rob, Dr. Rob Streisfeld, your concierge to better living at CannabisRadio.com and iHeartRadio and all over the airwaves and the internet. And uh, great to be with you today. Wherever you're tuning in from, most of you are tuning in from home as this uh, show is happening during our uh, unfortunate pandemic. And there's so much going on and people are learning to cope in so many different ways and having to spend time in close spaces with people they don't normally spend so much time with and or being alone for that matter. There's a lot of stress anxiety. So I just want everyone to take a quick pause. I appreciate you, everyone. And uh, everything's going to be all right. And it's great today to have our guest uh, we're going to talk about, you know, just, you know, things to think about outside the normal range. Uh, open our minds. If you're in a box, let's think outside the box a little bit. And uh, I'm really excited to have J.R. Ron today from MindMed. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks, Doc. I appreciate uh, you having me on. So when I, I lead this out without talking much, tell us a little about MindMed and what you guys are up to. It's amazing stuff. I'm super excited. Uh, but letting you kind of introduce it to our audience, that's okay. Yeah, so we are working on psychedelics, um, and we're going to be developing psychedelics uh, as medicines through the FDA. Uh, So we're actually doing clinical uh, drug trials uh, to use substances like LSD uh, and uh, derivatives of Ibogaine um, for therapeutic purposes um, as medicines. I think it's great. And that's just like a big, for me, I was talking about topics in, in health and wellness, like I helped to introduce probiotics 18 years ago when I worked in different categories and obviously with, uh, the, you know, uh, cannabis and hemp and CBD, I've been doing that for many years, helping to break those conversations and mostly around education and science-based information. That's the key for me that, you know, when we're talking about uh, educating and making more conscious consumers, that's where we got to start. So I love having you on the show. I love the, the topic and the category of psychedelics, uh, all types. I'm a big fan of, of therapeutic mushrooms, um, LSD and various dosing. Uh, I've been following the Beckley Foundation over in Europe for many years. Um, I had some great conversations over there with them. So this is a really exciting category. Um, before we get into some of the crazy stuff and the exciting, cool stuff you guys are doing, what got you into this space, Jared? How did you get involved? Well, I uh, am a technology entrepreneur by background. Uh, right. I was an earlier employee at, at Uber, um, and then I went through uh, the Y Combinator program, which is where like companies like Airbnb and Dropbox came out of. Um, and I looked around about 24 months ago, and I was seeing all the, you know, companies that had been started by my friends that were coming out of Y Combinator and, and a lot of the startups in, in Silicon Valley and was going, wow, um, we're going to replace a lot of humans with the technology and automation that we're building out here. Um, and mental health is and addiction are going to skyrocket when people lose their jobs. And that was 21 months ago. If you now fast forward to today, um, wow. that whole process has just been accelerated, right? And 
I think uh, there's going, you know, we're, we're seeing job loss right now because of, of this COVID-19 and the great lockdown. But I think what's going to happen is a lot of those jobs um, that got cut, they might never come back because companies might go, well, how do we, you know, use AI uh, or, you know, use autonomous trucks or vehicles to um, replace some of these costs. And so that was the initial um, thing that I saw in society was there's this fundamental shift on humans and our, yeah. and our purpose. And I thought there was going to need to be solutions um, to make us more present, number one. But number two, there's going to be some serious problems in society growing, like opioid addiction, um, anxiety, depression. There's 40 million people in America with anxiety right now. I don't know what it's going to be after this COVID-19 thing um, finishes up. But I can tell you, um, my team and I were looking at just Xanax prescriptions last month, increased 14.5% in oh, the yeah. March. For sure. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm from a, being a New Yorker myself, I can tell you the last impact of 9 uh, 11 is not gone you know it's still there with you yeah. and, and there's a way to different ways to treat that and so um it, it's it's pretty interesting and for me I, I heard a lot of uh initially some of the lsd use coming out of silicon valley actually from more of a performance standpoint uh in a microdosing capacity and then obviously the exploration um obviously the Bay Area, and there's always been a lot of interest in psychedelics in general. Um, but now, even now, we have uh, mushroom decriminalization and more research happening with psilocybin. Um, I'm actually part of a group here in Florida that is working on educating and researching, research support around uh, other mushrooms and psychedelics. So it's, it's, it's definitely the, this next chapter. A lot, I give credit to the cannabis movement opening up, you know, that not all that we were told is dangerous and bad for us that is actually dangerous and bad for us it's we have to learn more about it and how to use it properly like most things but once you get to that level there's therapeutic and beneficial op opportunities here that we're missing out on from a fear mostly fear-based perspective maybe some capital game yeah. <laughs> capital perspectives but yeah i mean i i agree with with all that and i think you know cannabis um you know did a a huge benefit in that it made us look at some of these substances that we wouldn't traditionally think could be therapeutic, right? Yeah. Um, if you, if you just think about modern, the modern psychedelic um, inventions, LSD was uh, invented in the 1940s by a guy named Albert Hoffman. Uh, Albert, uh, I don't know, you might've heard of the infamous bicycle day, which is, is coming up this weekend. Um, he was working inside a, uh, pharmaceutical lab called Sandoz Laboratories, which is now part of the, the, the company Novartis, a big, big, big drug company. Um, they were developing LSD as a medicine. And right. then the 1960s happened. And there was this, you know, 1970, you have a regovernance of um, you know, substances like LSD, uh, psilocybin, uh, which is the active ingredient in, in, in mushrooms, which you're alluding to. Um, these, uh, you know, it's, it's a, that's a governance issue. Right. What our job and MindMed's job as a company is to actually do the rigorous science and the clinical trials to prove there is a therapeutic effect. There's plenty of anecdotal evidence that these substances should be medicines. 
Um, now we need to prove in a statistically significant way that they are safe and effective to the FDA. That's how they work. There's right. a very clear way that a medicine gets approved in the United States. And I think that is why we're going to take the strategy that we're taking through the FDA to get that done. Um, I can't say that the cannabis industry necessarily did that for all of its products. Right. And because of that, I think that that might be part of the reason we're not still federally legal for cannabis uh, in the United States. Um, well, I think, yeah. I mean, I think you're talking about a, a single plant versus a category. So I think when you talk about a category like psychedelics, now you're having to kind of evaluate several different compounds or in a different way or in how they're going to function and, and all the risks associated with a category. We talk about cannabis for the most part, they've made it a category. It shouldn't be a category. It's a plant. It's a thing, you know, but they made a category by, by that arbitrary THC uh, percentage and separating this hemp uh, and separating the uses versus, you know, using it as one plant. So, but at the same time, I, I agree with you. I think there's definitely a need for, you know, more research, more science-based you know, evidence and dosing and functionality and safety and all the things um, that just gives us comfort and it gives us an understanding. This is something that is, I, I don't argue against that whatsoever. I think also, uh, as much as I push more research, even like things like cannabis and how we can use it, and I also think that there's people should be able to grow that on their own in personal amounts in order to have freedom of experimenting or freedom of their own, you know, you know, rights. But that that's you know, there's a lot of things that I think through the way you guys are doing, which I want to talk about more after this. We get back from the break. Um, with doing research and, and getting the details out of, you know, specifically, like you said, LSD, you've got a bunch of stuff going on right there. So don't go anywhere. Come right back uh, with J.R. Ron, Med, and uh, this is Doc Rob, your host here at Concierge for Better Living. We'll be right back. The Concierge for Better Living will continue in a moment. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. 
SmartPots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, SmartPots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? SmartPots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million SmartPots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for SmartPots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, and we are back having a very interesting, a very important discussion in regards to psychedelics with J.R. Run uh, from MindMed. And um, so I read in the news, you guys had some really exciting uh, releases, of infra, you know, exciting news for your company in the last few weeks. Give us some insight on this. And I know it's in that research vein, which we were just talking about before the break. Yeah, so I think um, the the news that we had um, around the acquisition of the world's largest uh, clinical trial uh, database, um, yeah. we actually acquired eight clinical trials from the University uh, Hospital Basel. Basel is where um, Albert Hoffman discovered LSD. And so we're working uh, with now the, the leading researcher in LSD, uh, Dr. Matthias Lichty, um, to leverage 10 plus years of research that he's done on LSD and its therapeutic benefits uh, and also safety data that is necessary when you when you conduct uh, clinical trials. And we're going to be converting some of these uh, clinical trials and data uh, into commercial drug trials that we'll be filing with the FDA. And this is probably one of the most momentous events in the psychedelic space uh, of outside of um, MAPS getting uh, um, you know, uh, in, is now in their phase three for MDMA for PTSD. They are uh, have an expanded access program. That's a, that's a recent update. Yep. And also you have uh, both USONA uh, and uh, Compass, uh, other organizations and uh, that are working on psilocybin uh, for depression. Yep. So we see a huge opportunity in LSD because nobody else is really looking at it. Uh, for mental health. And we think it has some serious implications uh, in the anxiety space to start. Um, and that will be a part of our focus as we create new clinical trials for the company. I, I think you hit the nail on the head. That's why I was excited to have you on. I mean, maybe as I was trying to allude to earlier that I've kind of been pretty good at seeing where trends are going and getting in early and, and supporting those that are worthy, especially when it comes to health and well-being. That's what we hear. You know, that's why it's concierge for better living. And, you know, I definitely agree with you that you're, this is a, a landmark deal you guys put together to basically consolidate and, and, and really kind of dive into all that research that's been done in this compound and hopefully, you know, kind of put the next, you know, put into next gear and move it to the next level and, and, and take all that into more where we can apply it to an everyday therapeutic option. And I think that's really awesome. So again, I want to congratulate you guys on that big move and excited to see what comes out of it over the next, you know, several years to come. But I think I agree. It's a big step forward uh, for this category. Um, I'm, I'm really, really jazzed about what you guys are doing. 
Thank you. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those moments. My you know my co-founder Stephen Hurstman in drug development um, and also been involved on, on the nonprofit side of psychedelics for many years in helping uh, those nonprofits design clinical drug trials. Uh, and when we were over in Switzerland and we looked at what we were getting um, access to, a lot of it unpublished data on LSD and and its effects on the on the body uh, and its safety profile. He looked at me and he said, in my entire career, I have never seen this amount of data um, available to a, a, a drug development company coming out of a university um, to really do some fundamental change for society. And so we're extremely excited to be working um, with academics that are domain experts in the space um, so that we can ultimately create solutions to really big problems, including anxiety, opioid addiction, um, and, and other forms of addiction that are just going to get worse, oh, yeah. not getting better. Now, you, you mentioned LSD, and I know I focused on that in the beginning of it, but you also mentioned Ibogaine. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm actually been researching this a lot personally. I'm a big advocate of it. I've been actually looking to potentially work with uh, in setting up some Ibogaine centers because of its potential. And so, like, I, I, when you said that, I get excited because it's not just LSD. There's so many... Uh, various compounds, plant-derived or otherwise right now, that can shift our consciousness and help us in so many key areas. And opioid addiction is totally, um, you know, it should be a priority on most healthcare minds right now. Uh, and how do we get through that? Especially, you know, uh, that and now you said even Xanax. Xanax is one of those drugs that concerns me. It may work in a short period acutely, but if this is a long-standing issue, um, it's not really, some of these drugs aren't intended that way. For, you know, meant to be on more permanently or, or, or chronically. So uh, what what have you come across as far as IV? It's one of those things that you would think should be legal in the States, but, you know, isn't. <laughs> and so, um, you know, what, what could you tell us about that area? Yeah, well, one thing I just want to say on on, on Xanax, um, and I think this is really a really pressing matter. The Xanax will become the next opiate crisis. We will be talking about the Xanax crisis in, in three to four years. It's 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 the writings on the wall for me and a, a lot of smart people that are looking at this. So um, I'm with you. That's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we we can come, I can come back and talk about that another time. But it's it's uh, it's it's really not. Um, a good thing that's happening with, with this with overprescription of Xanax. Um, in terms of Ibogaine, uh, Ibogaine was invented, well, not invented, it was discovered in the 1960s. Right. Um, and there was, there's really been a cult following around Ibogaine. Um, and it's, it is a schedule one substance. It's, um, a lot of those clinics are in Mexico. Um, yep. they, uh, it's a profound hallucinogenic experience, probably one of, one of the strongest out there um, that can last at you know, different durations. Um, what we saw was an amazing effect in treating addiction of Ibogaine, and that really got our founding scientist, Stan Glick, curious about Ibogaine. What he, a lot of his research was around was something called um, Q-induced relapse. It's basically when um, you are like in a bar and maybe you're an alcoholic and, you know, you see that your favorite vodka on the wall, kind of get that, it's like almost like pleasure rush just even looking at it. Um, these cues 
deal with something in our brains. Addiction is a brain disease. It's not being treated as such right now. Uh, it's actually being treated um, in, in very different ways. Um, so what Stan set out to do was to prove that Ibogaine was regulating dopamine levels in the brain and could help uh, keep those cravings in check. And so what 18MC is really achieving, which is our Ibogaine derivative, right. uh, is to be the antibiotic of, of addiction. Um, it's not a hallucinogenic experience, uh, 18MC. We envision that people will probably take this, this medicine for one to two years and then stop. Um, we, the current solutions out there, if you look at methadone or suboxone, I mean, this stuff's more addictive than heroin. Yeah, uh, no, not, not great options out there right now for most in this category, you know. No. And it's almost intentional, like there's not good options out there. It's like, that's the sad yeah. thing, you know. Um, it's scary. But so I, it's really great. And I love that. That's an area. And these are really important categories of our society and, and, and our, our public health that, you know, will continue to thrive again. We can talk, I'm sure, about, um, you know, the, the pharmaceutical side and Xanax side. I've, you know, personally been, you know, seen studies with SSRIs and how the certain drugs that are being given for depression shut down the endocannabinoid system. Now, I take a lot from the cannabis directives currently, but, you know, mm -hmm. it's all interrelated. And so when it does that, you're actually reducing your own body's production of anandamide and, you know, endogenous cannabinoids. So you actually make your body produce less feel-good chemicals because you're taking drugs to help you not feel bad. It's so counterintuitive. That's why, again, I maybe became a naturopath is to promote things that make your body work ideally and, and the ways to stimulate it. And like I said, maybe sometimes you're on compounds longer than others, but if they're safe and they're promoting, you know, they're definitely better option than what's out there. <laughs> That's yeah. definitely for sure. So very cool. I'm excited to see that come along too. And again, I've thought about, yeah, the Ibogaine centers I mentioned were not for the United States, obviously, because it's not yeah. schedule one. We couldn't do that there, but there's a lot of places in the world right now that have a little bit more freedoms to this. And some of these clinics like in Mexico are getting some amazing results uh, when done under proper you know, medical care, healthcare supervision. That's the key. You know, just not a freelance, you know, try it and, 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 and wish for the best. You don't do that with most things. So I think the research that you guys are doing and will continue to do are going to really be impactful. So very cool. Yeah, I think, and I think, you know, it, it, it brings up this concept that these medicines need to be accessible, right? Like these are problems that, that everyone has uh, and we need to get them through the drug trials, but we also need to eventually get them out there for patients. And it's, it's a big undertaking, but yeah. I think it's a going to be a big business and I think it's going to be a worthy cause. For sure, for sure. We're going to take one more break. We're going to come back and wrap up with JR talking from the company MindMed onto some great things and psychedelics. Uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this quick break. This is Doc Rob, your concierge to better living. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. 
Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Let me welcome Nick Hexum from 311. We've never heard things like your music when it first came out. It's like to mix the reggae with the punk and all of that together was just such an unusual sound and, and we loved it. We realized we're not going to copy what's on the radio. At the time, it was all grunge at, that was on the radio. And I said, let's just stick to what we know and wait for a culture to come around to us. Hey, it's Nick Hexum from 311, and you're listening to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the 2020 Cannabis Caucus Event Series from March 10th through March 26th. Don't miss this exclusive opportunity for NCIA members to network, learn about regional issues from influential guest speakers, and get the latest news about NCIA's federal policy work and emerging topics. Look for this year's only tour of Cannabis Caucus events coming to Portland, Denver, St. Louis, Detroit, Chicago, Newark, Sacramento, and Los Angeles this March. Stay connected, get informed, and take action to protect our industry and your business. Register now for your complimentary tickets at thecannabisindustry.org slash events. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, all right, and we are back. We're going to wrap this show up. It's very interesting. It's great having you on today, Jr. Talking about uh, psychedelics and some of the work you guys are doing, and some of the landmark steps you guys have taken to get there so far. And it's just the beginning. Thanks again for the time today. Um, where can people learn more about MindMed and and uh, what you guys are up to? Well, you can go to our website, MindMed.co. Um, we are also a publicly listed company, uh, both in, in Canada, and we also have a listing now in the U.S. Um, our uh, ticker in Canada is MMED, and our ticker in uh, the United States is MMEDF. Um, there's also a bunch of great news articles out there on us. Uh, we've, you know, I never thought this, but the Wall Street Journal covered what we were working on in psychedelic medicines. I thought that was a major achievement for the space uh, to get get the Wall Street Journal talking about what we're working on. I, I think it is, and again, I, and I, I was there not that long. I'm comparing apples to oranges here a little bit, but you know, being the first ones out there in the news with CBD and all this when people didn't even know what it was about six years ago, and being part of that opening up states and opening up places like Puerto Rico, where they're first ever hearing about it, and now their laws are completely changed. And I think that we're here today, you know, having people listen about some of the breakthrough things that are happening in psychedelics and LSD research and beyond. And this, I think, is just going to be the beginning. I think it's going to be a lot more coming and a lot more of this conversation and hope to have you back on again soon with more updates. Please keep me in mind. Uh, I'm definitely an advocate and a big fan of what you guys are up to and psychedelics in general. There's a lot more to talk about in this space. You know, I think there's a lot more that people need to learn, even some of the basic definitions. Uh, as we talk about cannabis, you know, a lot of times I'm, I'm kind of dismissing the use of the term psychoactive. Um mm. 
because I don't find that to be a negative. In, in the cannabis world, they use it to describe THC and say it's almost as a negative thing. You know, like, oh, this is CBD. It's non-psychoactive, which means it's good and safe. And I don't think that's a fair, uh, you know, description of it. I think psychedelics or uh, hallucinogenics or euphorics or uh this may have a disorienting, disorientating feeling or effect. These may be concerns, but you know, how do you deal with, I mean, like you said, you're looking at a drug or development, taking out this psychedelic or, or hallucinogenic component of it, still going to get some of the benefits. It's kind of like the CBD of, <laughs> of cannabis, yeah. moving it out. So. With clinical trials. Um, of but, course. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would say, you know, we, look, there is, uh, our, our company is really focused on hallucinogenic therapies as well. Um, I mean, we're doing a, we're going to be doing stuff in, in, in the LSD space. We just acquired a, you know, a hallucinogenic LSD trial for anxiety. Um, <laughs> there is significant benefit from those experiences and yes. psychotherapy sessions. It's undeniable. Um, we just need to have the data to prove it and we're going to have it. And we're going to be ahead of the pack um, uh, right now because of this acquisition. Um, at the same time, my co-founder, Steve Hurst, and I see that there's an opportunity to develop medicines that are based on psychedelics that don't necessarily cause hallucinations. Um, right. Think about it. From, the from 1970 until basically like, you know, 2000, let's call it six, was really when the, the, the most recent, like the first sort of initial clinical trials kind of got going on psychedelics in, yeah. in earnest. Um, they, nobody was really looking at these substances, right? And because, you know, the pharma companies were like, whoa, that's based on a psychedelic called Ibogaine, or that's based on LSD. Ooh, we don't want to touch that. Right. And so if we can find, you know, uses for these things and they don't necessarily have to cause hallucination, we should be looking in that too. And we're one of the few companies, actually, I think we're the only companies that's looking at the non-hallucinogenic uh, component around psychedelics as well. And so do not discount uh, that, that, that capability. There is significant benefit from hallucinogenics, but also um, from some of the non-hallucinogenic derivatives, I think there's gonna be some serious potential, microdosing LSD being one of them. I love it. I'm, a, I'm with you 110% there. I just wanted to draw back that for one of the common misconceptions. I said, look, cannabis is cannabis. THC has its roles. CBD only has its roles without the psycho, uh, you know, impact, you know, I think that we just have this idea that let's learn how these components work and how we can use them uh, to their best interest to promote a better way of life for all of us, uh, you know, physically, mentally, and spiritually. And again, I appreciate JR for coming on and sharing. We're going to definitely stay in touch. A lot more to talk about. I'm, I'm really happy where you guys are going. I'm going to stay in tune and uh, I want to keep everybody else up. But, so can everyone go to the website, check it out. Uh, keep up to the news here with MindMeds up to because I'm going to for sure. Everyone out there, I wish everyone all the best. Thank you, JR, for coming on and sharing this information. Thank you to the producers and uh, everyone at Canvas Radio. And thank you everyone for tuning in once again. Uh, it's another great day and I wish everyone all the best in health and happiness. Thank you, Doc Rob. I appreciate it. You're welcome.
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.